What if I told you there was a way to provide clients with the exact amount of apparel they need, customized to their exact specifications, all while reducing waste and increasing sustainability? Well, there is. On today's podcast, we're talking about apparel fulfillment on demand, explained by our guest Rachel Corey, Promotional Program Manager at Stalls DFC. You'll learn why this is a service you need to take advantage of, how it aids in sustainable initiatives, plus specific products you can start using today. I'm Emma O'Sullivan, Senior Manager of Content Marketing at ASI. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us today, Rachel. It's great to have you back on. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's been a couple months, but I'm happy to be back. I know. We're so happy to have you. So before we dive into today's topic, would you be able to share just a little bit about Stalls DFC and your experience in the industry for anyone who missed our last amazing podcast together? Yeah, of course. So Stalls DFC, um, for those of listening that don't know, stands for Stalls Decorating Fulfillment Center. And through our fulfillment center, I manage all promotional programs um, that come through that facility. So all, all hands on deck from start to finish, um, myself and my team handle, handle those. So awesome. Thank you so much for that rundown. Now let's get into today's topic, which is apparel fulfillment on demand. So for anyone who might be unfamiliar to this term, can you share what this means exactly and why it's so important to know about? Yeah. So on demand is, and if people haven't heard about it, you will, um, if you're on at any of the shows coming up or in any of the industry content, um, but it's huge. And I think sustainability kind of started and pushed it um, a couple years ago too, is just how do we eliminate waste? How do we give our customers what they want without having tons of overhead? Um, and then how do us as suppliers help distributors to like really knock it out of the park mm-hmm. and not be in um, over their heads dollar wise, right. Where they're yeah. having 5,000 t-shirts that they're having stock, um, or whatever the number might be in order to meet a minimum when we could print on demand and print what exactly what the client wants whenever the client wants it. So mm-hmm. it's a huge industry. It's a huge, um, just the print on demand in general, there's a lot of different avenues within that. I think we'll dive into a lot of them today, but yeah. the on demand is, it's really important because if you're not doing it, a lot of business models are transitioning to on-demand mm-hmm. um, or even just through program stores. So it, it's a huge buzz, but there's um, no matter where somebody's business sits within it, there's definitely a place to be printing on-demand and doing it well. Okay. Well, that leads us perfectly into my next question, which is what would be some situations where on-demand apparel fulfillment would be a really great service to take advantage of? Yeah, I think um, for promo specifically, the Mm -hmm. biggest pull for on-demand is through program stores. So we offer, I mean, gosh, I would say like 90% of our business right now is program stores. Wow. Um, And I would say in the industry, it's probably similar. Maybe, I mean, you can't quote me directly on the (laughs) business, but it seems like darn near every person I talk to in at ASI Orlando and then again in Fort Worth, and I'm sure it's going to be the same in Chicago, everyone's yeah. like, can you do, can you fulfill on-demand stores? And the reason that's so important is because, you know, you have hypothetically, right? Like a, a corporate store, you have people constantly being onboarded that need new merch or people mm-hmm. that get um, promotions or bonuses, or they get rewarded um, in different ways and they get to go to the online store. You get 
certain merch credits, right? And so it's unique to that person without having to say, everybody gets the same t-shirt. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you like it. Doesn't really matter to me, right? Because yeah. our industry, and I think we have the pandemic to thank for this, is we want to be more impactful, right? Yeah. We want to give people something with a purpose and something with a meaning. And that's partially letting them decide what they're getting. Mm -hmm. So through the on-demand printing, it's allowing people to in a way, customized without it being fully mm -hmm. customized apparel, you know, per se. Yeah. So it, it's opening a lot of doors, but I mean, if, if people aren't doing it, it's like, we've talked about on every topic. I swear. I'm like, if people aren't doing it, you're losing, right? right? Now's the time. If you're yeah. not doing it yet, time to start. Yeah. It's yeah. It's crazy. And the, the sustainability on top of it, not mm -hmm. having all that waste and all that overhead just plays another huge factor into a way that um, companies are able to remain or give another edge to sustainability outside of just being eco or green. I love how you describe that too, because it's like not only is each promo now more impactful, they're also all being used and you don't end up with all this extra waste. Yeah. So what would be some of your top tips for distributors on how to present this service to, to kind of, if they do want to start getting started, um, what would be your advice for them? Yeah, I've, you know, I've talked about this a few times and it's kind of pulling from every hot angle in mm -hmm. promo right now. And this is like the end game story. So we talk, it stalls a lot about kidding and merchandising okay. and picking the right pieces, right? And creating that experience through the products that you're selling, through the products that you're promoting. Um, <clears throat> and when you do that and you do it well, um, then you can create that on-demand need, right? Yeah. So a lot of people... I mean, as anything is new, right? So I see customers come in and they're nervous to do on demand because they're like, mm. what if I only get the onesie, twosie, fivesie orders? Okay. Because right? that's that's not the business that anybody wants. Everybody wants tens of thousands of mm. units, right? So like, that's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. That's everyone wants to be. And so in order to get there though, you have to take the smaller orders, right? Okay. You have to start somewhere. And it's, I mean, to be kind of elementary about it is yeah. you can't be afraid to make a mistake. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with on demand, not every decoration method is going to be the right fit, okay. especially in the beginning, right? Because you are going to have smaller runs, um, or you're going to have a smaller store to kind of prove yourself, prove that you can fulfill on demand quickly mm -hmm. and well, um, which I think at DFC, our fulfillment center is doing really well. And I think a huge part of that is that we own all of our products, right? Okay. So all of our stuff is made or all of our, like our ultra color max, which is our newest product mm -hmm. is made in the United States. It's made in our facility. So we have our hands on it and we have the ability to turn it super fast. Right. So being able to print on demand, but like I said earlier, being able to do it well. So yeah. being able to show people like, this is how you can do it. Right. Still having a quick lead time, still being able to have a quality product and not just pushing kind of like junk out the doors mm -hmm. that you can fulfill on demand at a reasonable price point. So um, to kind of like full circle here, I'm yeah. watching you as I'm really yeah, yeah. very long winded. <laughs> no, um, this is great. But when, you know, like when, when people are first start getting into it, it's just, it's not being afraid to make a mistake. It's either doing onsite activations, kidding, um, opening a new store or pitching this idea, right? If you have a customer who's kind of archaic in their decoration, which we have a lot of them, mm -hmm. um, use it as an experience and invest 
a little of like, you know, put some skin in the game, invest yeah. a little bit of your own money to show them what you're capable of doing if they're not willing to buy in on their own. I really like how you describe that too, because I think sometimes there's the thought that if these promo orders are maybe a little bit more customized that they're going to take longer. They're going to be more complicated. And it sounds the way you're describing it, that when you, you know, work with stalls DFC, that that's really not the case. Yeah, no, it, it is nice. And I think we're going to dive into that kind of later too. So without stealing yeah, in one question. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll actually just lead into that now. Like how, what can you tell us about stalls DFC and how you are able to turn orders around quickly? And, and do you have any recommendations on if, you know, a distributor does need an order really fast, what would be your advice for them? Yeah. So we, when we are setting up internally at DFC, a, we'll just call it a store, right? Okay. Or a program. Cause that's, that's what a majority of the industry is kind of leaning towards and where a lot of the on-demand comes from, especially within promo. Mm-hmm. Um, we set up guidelines, right? Like here's our bare minimum, what we can do. And we at, at DFC, we offer, and I think a lot of decorators do this. There's mm-hmm. some that don't, but we offer full kitting um, capabilities. So nice. anything from just a generic bulk fold and ship and if you're doing like a school, we can just ship it to the booster club. They sort through it and they, you know, send it out. Yeah. Or we can indiv- individually drop ship, um, poly bag, tag, sticker and labeling. You, I mean, you name it, custom mm-hmm. boxes, custom tissue paper. Like we can be as generic or as custom as you want. Love that. So with all of that comes production time, right? Mm-hmm. So we sit down with a company and we'll say, here's your nine designs or however many they have per store. And we basically say, you know, here's your good, better, best. And I think that's where we win as um, at stalls is that we sit down and we actually invest the time in saying like, this is going to be good, right? Your customer is still going to love it. It's not going to have any kind of wow factor, special effects or custom kinning, but it's still going to give you a quality product. It's going to give you the quickest turn time, probably the best price Mm price point. Um, and then build on that, right? So some of it will be housing some inventory to be able to print quicker mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> or pre-ordering X amount of patches, right? So if somebody really wants a leather patch, um, from my experience, it's easier to stock, you know, 100 to 500 or whatever your quantities are in the facility and just be able to print them, right? Which okay. still gives you that quick turn time but you're putting a little bit of investment ahead of it. So there's different ways to start, but I would say our best product that's going to give you the highest elevation for your brand Mm -hmm. uh, using a heat transfer, it's going to give you the quickest turn time and the best price point is going to be our new direct-to-film transfer, which is Ultra Color Max. Nice. And the the nice thing is, is that Ultra Color Max is compatible across so many substrates Awesome. So when you're looking at a program or a store and you have, you know, bags to caps, to outerwear, to t-shirts, to sweatshirts, it's going to be compatible across so many different garment types, mm-hmm. which is so helpful, right? So you're not having to say, Hey, you have a cool transfer for the polos and t-shirts and we got to swap it up for the headwear, mm-hmm. swap it up for, you know, the bags or whatever else they're printing on it. It really opens a lot of doors for you to easily say yes. Yeah. Like not only is it easy and fast, you'll also have cohesive pieces throughout the whole program. Yeah, exactly. 
Nice. Well, that's the perfect lead in to my next question for you, where we're going to talk a little bit about what some of these decoration possibilities are. So what could you tell us about maybe imprint locations or what type of substrates are possible for printing? Yeah. So for locations, I mean, for anybody who's listening to this and not using heat transfers, the the reason that most people would come to stalls or to any kind of heat transfer decoration is for unique placements and unique finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of, I mean, to answer your question, right? So yeah. like, where do I go within that? Because if you go to stalls.com, you're going to see hundreds of materials and you're like, I don't even know which one to use now, what to use when, you know, it's, it's it can be overwhelming because yeah. there's so much, so much product offering. Um, so I always tell people get creative, don't get wacky, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning, but get creative, like use the nape of the neck, use a shoulder imprint, use a sleeve, use a cuff, like use something that people are like, it's going to catch their eye. It's not just your traditional yeah. chest, um, full front embroidered polo, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. seen it. It's been done before. Show them something that's unique. And that's where you can really get into a unique finish as well, because some people will never stray away from a left chest. You know, like I could go in my dad's closet. (laughs) He's a big golfer and he has a hundred polos. They're all left chest embroidered and Mm -hmm. he still goes out and buys more of them. Like it doesn't matter, (laughs) right? People like what they like. Okay. So if you're still going to do like traditional um, locations or placements, you can spice it up with the finish of it. So I like to break our products down into three different buckets. So you have like your first bucket, which is a flat heat transfer, um, which is kind of like that direct to film. The ultra color max would live in that category. Um, And within the flat heat transfer lives a lot of different products, Mm -hmm. but my go-to would be ultra color max. Okay. Your second product bucket would be special effects. So think like for promo, what's huge is the reflectives, the soft bones, the silicones, glitters, twills, appliques, things like that. So special effect, but nothing too wacky, too crazy. Mm. And then your third bucket would be your dimensional emblems and patches. So leather patches, PVC patches, um, embroidery, 3D embroidery, woven. I mean, you name it. There's a ton of products that live in there. And so if your customer is used to doing a full front screen print, being able to put a leather patch on something or a PVC patch on something is just going to blow their minds. Yeah. Sometimes they just don't even know that you can offer it. Right. Exactly. Like end users don't know. They don't walk the shows. They don't. Yeah. I mean, they don't live in our world. Right. Yeah. So they rely on you, on us to bring them that information and that knowledge. Um, so I would say placement's huge. Right. As we mm-hmm. talked about in your question. Um but placement's huge. So don't be afraid to get creative. Like Nike, Under Armour, um, Adidas, they all brand on the sleeves, on the yeah. hems um, of a shirt, like on the nape of a neck. Like do what they're doing, right? Or mimic yeah. different uh, pieces of apparel that you see. Like I get a lot of great ideas too. And I'm just walking through the airport mm-hmm. when I'm traveling and I see like just different spotlights of product that's not just a full front. Yeah. Um, so placement, unique placement, and then those three buckets are kind of going to be, depending on your, on your product, um, like a good, better, best in and okay. of themselves, right? From a flat to a special effect to a dimensional, depending mm-hmm. on what your, again, what your artwork is. Excellent. I'm glad you explained all those because obviously, you know, if a distributor is presenting some of these to a client and they didn't even know that was possible, 
that also makes the distributor look really good that they were able to come up with some of these ideas. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we always tell people. We don't want you to be an industry expert, but eventually you'll learn what you love, excuse me, what your customers love. And then it's just going to trickle from there and it's not going to be, it won't be overwhelming forever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So now I want to circle back to how we were talking about sustainability a little bit and reducing waste. Since we know sustainability is a huge topic this year for our clients and also consumers. I think there's more of an expectation for, you know, things to be more sustainable. Mm -hmm. So what could you tell me about the impact of on-demand apparel and how this can kind of help reduce waste? Yeah. So we have been getting, gosh, I would say for over a year, but the last year it's been um, like serious conversations about how do I do on-site activation? Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to preface with it's not for everybody, but it is huge, right? And there's different tiers and we're still trying to figure out internally too, like what those tiers really look like um, from a good, better, best, right? Like it is to be an applicator on a heat press machine is it's hard work, mm-hmm. but it is simple, right? Okay. I mean, you really clamp it. I mean, it's easy to mess up, right? If you have the wrong settings, you have the wrong applications, but in the grand scheme of it, if you're following the directions and you're lining up your garment straight, it's pretty darn easy to heat apply. Okay. Yeah. So not to like discredit people that heat apply all day, but it is, it's a lot easier. It's a lot smaller learning curve than learning to embroider or learning to screen print and learning to burn screens and do things like that. Yeah. So we have an option where we can rent equipment to people because we're that confident in our training and in our machines and our equipment um, that people can have a quick learning curve and they can print their own stuff on site. Right. This would be ideal for like a booster club or a smaller local event Mm -hmm. um, where they can either rent equipment or invest in it themselves if they have like multiple events coming up back to back. Um, the next would be like bringing stalls on site. So we're kind of jumping from like zero to a hundred. So for those people that don't know, like we do, we're behind the scenes at the draft. So the NFL draft. So as soon as a player gets drafted, we're behind stage printing that Jersey in a matter of 90 seconds and producing it to the athlete as soon as they get on stage. So it's as cool as the draft, right. Or like a, uh, the CrossFit games are like really yeah. cool events that we do. Um, that's a completely different scale than a Friday night high school football game. Right? Yeah. But both are allowing you to print on demand and to offer customization. So mm-hmm. from there, it's basically, hey, I want to offer these three or four shirts um, or sweatshirts or a mix, right? Or sweatpants or whatever you're offering. And I want to offer these three designs and people can basically come up and kind of disrupt what the concert industry did, right? So you have your four t-shirts, option two and four are sold out and you're like, well, I don't love one or three and they're kind of expensive, right? When you're buying apparel at (laughs) a event, it's not cheap. Okay. Yeah. I'm always like, this costs nothing to make it and they're they're charging 85 bucks. Right. Especially because we're in the industry. So we're like, we know. Yeah, I'm always like, I can make that for I won't, but I could make that for <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it take basically takes that whole model of pre-printing all these shirts. You don't know what's gonna sell, you don't know what's not gonna sell, what sizes are gonna be a hit, what are not, you know, because like oversized tees are huge. Mm-hmm. And then crop tees are huge. There's just different trends all the yeah. time. So this enables you to take, you know, uh garment style one with design style three 
and I've just customized the garment, even though you've already given me the options, right? Mm -hmm. I've just customized it. So it's almost the same thing that you're doing with a program store yeah. live, which is huge. Um, and a lot of people are bringing this to like their top end user events and they're saying, this is what we can do. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it's sexy. It's cool. Yeah. It's fun, right. People love it. It's really flashy. Um, but realistically, it's exactly that. It's realistic, right? It's yeah. what we do every single day for you. So mm-hmm. creating that sustainability with within the, you know, I call it customization, but within the, like the selection process of picking their garment and then their transfer type is, is huge. Yeah. Cause it's just hard for our whole industry to be sustainable. I don't know if we'll ever be, if we are, it's not anytime soon in the next six months, but Mm. it's, um, hopefully, hopefully we can get better. Um, but it's, this is definitely a helping hand in, in doing that. Right. But also saving the distributors a ton of money up front by not having to commit Exactly. It's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for all the great info today. Um, Before we part ways, do you have any final thoughts or takeaways that we didn't get to or anything you just really want to reemphasize? Yeah, no, I think it's just don't be afraid. I mean, and and the thing is, is we've all done it before. So don't be afraid to ask questions either. Um, Whether you're walking a trade show or you're in a webinar or listening to a podcast, um, I know I'll share my contact info, but don't be afraid to ask people that are talking about it, that have done it before and just saying what worked, what didn't work. Cause we're all here to learn from each other. Absolutely. Um, so I'm always happy to share our personal experience as well of like, don't do that. It was awful. Or yes. do it worked really well. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So going off of that for anyone who does have some questions that might want to learn more, um, where should they look online or who should they reach out to? Yeah, so we have our Stalls DFC website and Stalls is S-T-A-H-L-S and then DFC.com. And on there, you'll see um, activation services, you'll see promo services, you'll see our programs. It's all pretty easy to navigate on that website. And then you can find all of our contact information on there as well. But the, um, let me see here, the email for our team is fulfillment at stalls.com. And that goes to a group of four of us too. So it's not like a a ton of people, but to give everybody the quickest response time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. This has been super informative and I really appreciate you sharing your expertise with us today. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. I hope to have you back on again soon. I'm sure. All right. Have a good day. Bye.